Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. The title of this session is How to Launch or Relaunch your network marketing business. And the reason I decided on this particular session, I've had a lot of communication over the last two, three, four years on this subject with multiple people. And I received an email from Dixie. Uh, Dixie lives in Arizona. And she said, uh, hi, Dale, this is Dixie in Arizona. I'm not sure if you remember me, but back in 2011, you consulted with me to help me refine the business launch process for my team. I will be contacting your office soon to schedule more time to help on adding more lead generation methods for our team. I just wanted to give you an update on the business launch system you helped us with. If you recall, I'm a numbers nerd. It took much longer than I had anticipated to get this launch process fully implemented on my team. I wish I had contacted you a couple of years earlier. In three hours, you helped me more than two years trying to figure it out all on my own. We faced a lot of pushback from our team, as you predicted, and also our upline wasn't happy with us either. When I first hired you, I really had a group. I really had a group of what you would call social club members, and very few were really serious about building a significant team. Honestly, I was shocked. You helped me see how much time I was wasting with the wrong people. Less than 10% of my existing organization at the time took the time to even complete their 20 reasons, top 30, and 50 names to practice with list. That was very eye-opening for me. Today, we have about 7 out of 10 new members complete their 50 names list, top 20, top 3, within the first week after they join our team. This step has helped our leaders quickly identify who they need to spend time with. As you say, it's the perfect first hoop. Since implementing this system at the end of February, as of the end of February, my organization has mailed out a total of 19,420 launch letters. We have enrolled 3,227 new team members and customers from launch letter activity. 2,391 of these people have been referrals. Team members sent brochures to the remaining 836 came from warm market people the first month letters were mailed to. As you know, we also use text messaging and social media in our launch, but we have not been able to identify a simple way to monitor those specific numbers because we can only look at clicks and not general exposures. Dale, I've followed you for 20 years. You've always taught launching a new member's business. I find it interesting and encouraging for the profession that launching a new distributor seems to be, be becoming more of a mainstream concept. Unfortunately, it is obvious that many are teaching something because it really sounds logical, not because they have ever actually done it. However, I still talk to many sideline leaders and those in other companies who have no launch process for their team other than telling them to talk to a lot of people. If you recall, back in 2011, I initially contacted you about adding personal lead generation methods I just wanted to say thank you for your tough love and encourage me to refine my launch process. Yet it's been a long process, but I now have one of the strongest teams in our company and our leaders have a confidence and assurance that's hard to explain. 
I've heard you talk about business launch strategies on different podcasts and webinars, but I think this top is a topic that you may want to revisit. It is disturbing to think where my business would be if we hadn't refined my launch process eight years ago. No question, the best money I've ever invested in my business, Dixie in Arizona. Uh, Dixie, thank you for your email. You were the inspiration behind this podcast. Uh, I sincerely believe launching a business is something that's hard to teach generically. Let me say that again. It's extremely hard to teach generically because technology is continuing to offer new methods to refine and multiply uh, our, our launch numbers. Uh, every company has different products and services and hero products and services that they're taking to the marketplace. So at some level, a lot of this has to be customized. Um, as I was reading through your email, I was thinking about over the last, you know, three or four years, I've been hired by more leaders to help with the launch process than any other aspect of the business. And I, as I thought about this, it's like, you know, I hadn't really thought about it, and I probably wouldn't if it hadn't been for your email. And, you know, many of you listen to this podcast, you've heard uh, the interview we did with Cliff Walker and podcast session MLM Success Story 103. If you haven't heard that, Cliff is just a phenomenal communicator well, well worth your time. MLMSuccess.com forward slash story one zero three. You know, I sincerely have always believed that getting help, getting support, getting insights um, is a sign of strength. It's not a sign of weakness. I've always been a big believer in education formal education will make you a living self-education you can create a fortune and you know cliff is a very uh prominent skilled leader within this profession he's been around for a while he's done some awesome things will continue to do awesome things but wanting help you know he wanted help he contacted me and a lot of people, it's like, as I think about it, you know, I haven't done podcasts, obviously, with most of them. But, you know, he wanted help in refining his launch system when his company diversified into a product line he had never been involved with before. And, you know, to me, it, it was an intelligent decision. I hope he would say the same thing. But the launch, guys, is something that hopefully, you know, there'll be more and more and more buzz created around the concept uh, as years continue forward in this profession. Uh, and again, I've made the statement over the past few years that there's nothing that would have a more positive impact on network marketing industry than if every leader in every company created a solid step-by-step -step launch system for their team, not based upon marketing fluff or what's the latest affiliate product I can sell to my team, but based upon real psychologically congruent systems uh, and a few other factors that we're going to discuss in this podcast. So let's just get down to where the hub rubber hits the road. Again, I appreciate you guys being here. If you're listening to this the week that it's launched, we're in the middle of March Madness. Remember, my Kentucky Wildcats, once your team gets knocked out, we're part of the Sweet 16 right now. Go Big Blue, fired up about what's happening. This is one of my favorite times of the year. And I hope you've had a great week. I've been absent for a few weeks because we were in Kentucky with all the March Madness of high school basketball and my granddaughter's tournament and so on and so forth. All right, let's get down to where the rubber hits the road. How long have you been building your network marketing team? I'm asking a question. How long have you been building your network marketing team? And for some of you just getting started, for many of you, you said, well, I've been around the industry for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years or longer. I didn't ask how long 
you've been in the industry. I said, how long have you been actively building a team? There's a difference, guys. There's a difference. When you started, how did you launch your business? And when I ask this personally to people, they look at me like a deer staring in headlight. It's like, what? Huh? Launch? Huh? What? How did I launch it? And understand, if you feel that way, then I could pretty much guarantee that everybody that's ever joined your team feels that way. Who taught you your business launch system? Well, I really don't have a business launch system. How did you get your business off the ground? Well, Dale, I really never have kind of even gotten it off the ground. The quality of our life, I've heard it said, is in direct proportion to the quality of questions that we ask ourselves and then answer them truthfully. I hope you take this podcast, this particular episode, in the spirit in which it's intended. I'm not necessarily, you know, frustrated or aggravated with you. I am the profession, the profession, because I know the answers to most of these questions for most of you. How many people, how many of the people that joined you when you first launched or you first started, might be a better word, were network marketers? How many were former team members or someone that you met in another company? Can what you did be duplicated by those who have never been involved in network marketing? Guys, if you go back and really listen to those questions and really think about them and think about the past 15, 20 years in this profession and how really all we've done is just recruit each other, then you kind of get a sense of where this profession is, why it's where it is, and, and more importantly, what it takes to set the example, move forward, get the thing launched, get rolling, and build, really build a real business with real customers, real team members that you're proud of. Look, don't compare yourself with others. A lot of you say, well, Dale, I just started. I've never been involved in this profession before. Then I would tell you, don't compare yourself with others. Many people get involved in this profession. They have explosive launch because they have an existing team or they call a lot of people. They can't tell them no. Let me say that again. A lot of people have an explosive launch because they call a lot of people uh, that can't tell them no or they have an existing team. Okay, obviously, having an existing team is not a duplicatable factor if you really want to grow your business. It's depending on finding those with a duplicatable team with an, with an existing team is probably not a real good business model. And it's probably not really what you want is a, a lot of people that can't tell you no. At some point, everyone must who does not enter the profession with transferable skills and credibility must develop the skill sets and mindsets that ultimately create success. Let me say that again. At some point, a lot of people, some people, 3% of the people enter the network marketing profession with an abnormal amount of transferable skills and credibility. And because of that, they're able to go in the marketplace and get something launched. But what happens after that if most of the people that you have do not have an abnormal amount of transferable skills and credibility? Guys, there ain't no foo-foo dust here. This is not that hard to figure out. The journey that you're on, your story, your example of consistent, persistent effort and laboring under correct knowledge ultimately is going to be your biggest asset, you know, and we as a profession have got to get serious about helping team members get launched. We cannot depend upon 
the go sick em training program any longer. We have to treat this like we would any other real business. Most real businesses have a grand opening. No, I don't believe in PBRs, private business receptions and in-home meetings as part of your system. But guys, I, I want to get serious today about this launch concept. I mean, really get serious because some of you need to get serious about this. You've been hanging around this profession way too long to continue to do what you've always done the way you've always done it. You know, there's an old Chinese saying, it might have been Confucius, Confucius, Confucius. <laughs> he said, when the student is ready, the teacher will arrive. And there is no part of this business, in my opinion, of the network marketing business model right now today that is more off track, off the rails, than helping people launch their business. And, you know, we do a lot of surveys at MLMHelp.com. And one of the biggest things that we get is, is people say, well, I don't have the proper uh, upline direction, support, or leadership. I, that is talked about. That's one of the biggest uh, things that we hear. I'm not getting the proper direction, support, and leadership. And I know some of you listening to this in various companies all over the world, you're getting great direction, support, and leadership because I know who your uplines are, a lot of you. And, you know, I'm thinking about uh, my, my at the present time, I'm thinking about my friends in, in Miranda, uh, and you know who you are, and I know who your leadership is, and, and many of you are plugged into the 27% or success app as well. And, and some of you are, are trying to blame your lack of forward movement on your upline. And, and guys, this is not a football game. This is not uh, – you're not a running back depending upon an offensive line to create movement. Uh, you know, it's not based upon that. And there's a lot of people and a lot of companies that have awesome upline. The, the real issue is – they aren't listening and are implementing what they're hearing from their upline. Knowledge without action, especially in network marketing, leads to self-delusion. There's no part of this business, again, that is more off track than the launching of new people. And the m number one reason, in my opinion, is because the focus has been to just sponsor each other. You know, Lynn Clements talked about it in 1995. I've referred to this article many times. Just a couple of hot highlights from it. If you haven't read the whole article, it's available. Uh, we'll put the link in the show notes. It's at top MLM training articles. Uh, but Lynn was talking about companies created momentum in the 80s and early 90s. Companies created momentum. Organizations created momentum. And he said, companies create this momentum by bringing in massive amounts of new distributors from keywords, key phrase, new distributors from outside the industry. And as a result, the industry grew as well, but not today, at least not like it did in the 80s and early 90s. Today, everybody seems to be retreading existing distributors over and over and dreaming about landing the big heavy hitter. The industry has become sluggish, lazy, and one filled with a lot of spoiled opportunists looking for something as far as close to nothing as possible. Today, there's a constant ebb and flow of distributors from company to company, those who migrate like gypsies from program to program, always looking for a better deal. And this segment of the MLM population is huge. The result is that many companies increase in sales volume and distributor count each month, but it's usually to the detriment of another MLM program. There are a number of examples of companies that experienced growth in 1995 that 
came primarily from the fallout of another MOM company. And he gives examples uh, of, of that time and place in history. And then he goes on and says, the examples are endless. Guys, this was written in 1995. And this has become mainstream MOM. Recruiting each other. Companies grow at the detriment of other companies. Mainstream MOM because it's easier. Guys, it, 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 is this not just common sense that, that you can't sustain a business depending upon recruiting each other over a period of time? Is it any wonder that the last two years the network marketing sales in the U.S. have declined? It's just so common sense. It's been common sense for me most of my career. And it's like, when, where, and how does this paradigm shift finally happen for the profession? So let, let, let's just talk through a couple of other questions. If you plan on building a team, really there's only two choices. There's only two as I see it. And if I'm missing something, always feel free to let me know. Uh, that's how I learn. But the only two choices is number one, inspire greatness. Inspire greatness. Build people, people build the business. That's what I believe. Or you can cater to mediocrity. You can tell people what they want to hear. So you can sell them what they want to sell them, what you want to sell them one time. Usually you can promise the star and the sun and the moon and, and hype it. And yes, a lot of people just want to be hyped. They want the uh, endorphin release for, you know, a few weeks before they go to another company and get another endorphin release. This one's one. This one's going to make me wealthy. No company, no marketing plan, no product will ever make you wealthy. You make you wealthy based upon the skill sets and mindsets that you develop. It's all on you and finding the correct mentor and getting plugged in. That's how that's how you build this. Next concept. So again, it's like, do you want to inspire greatness or do you want to cater to mediocrity? That's a real important question to ask and answer. And then you can focus on sponsoring only network workers, or you can focus on attracting as many career frustrated individuals as you can and people that are outside of the niche. Or you can just focus on both. I think you should, I think there's a there's time and place for both. I really sincerely do. Next concept, your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. Is that true or is that false? You need to decide. If, if it's about developing leaders, then why are you worrying about somebody on your seventh level's customer that got constipated when she took your product? I mean... We spend so much time on things that are not going to move our life and our business forward. It's amazing to me. You got to focus on that which will move it forward, which, in my opinion, is you becoming the very best possible leader you can become and helping other people do the same thing. Stop reading books on vitamins and minerals and herbs and hazardous ingredients in household products and on skincare items and start reading books on leadership. You're in the leadership development business. Let's get through uh, a couple more questions. And I would ask you next is do you right now at this point in time in history need to refine your launch process? Some of you need to refine what you're doing with people. Some of you need to get your business launched. There's people who've been around this five, six, seven years who've never launched their business. Now's probably a good time. 
it's really time to take everything to the next level, guys. You cannot continue to do what you've always done the way you've always done it, expecting different results. Einstein said that's the definition of sanity. Do you want to focus on recruiting network markers or the hundreds of thousands of career frustrated people around the world? That's a really good question. Focus on network markers is not bad unless that's all you do. Unless that's all you do. And, and, I, and I would even go as far as to say that's really all the industry has done since Lynn wrote the article in 1995. It's just taken a while to create the dis dissipation that we're experiencing as a profession today. I love it. I think network marketing is the greatest opportunity in the history of the world for helping average people with above average desire create legendary, life-altering uh, income really make a huge impact on future generations if you get with the right company. Ask people that join Herbalife. Ask people that got involved in Mary Kay. New Skin. The list goes on and on and on of examples. There's not near the examples that there should be a billion dollar companies, but there's some and there will be more. Ask people that got involved in Rodan and Rodan Fields in the beginning and, and, and really went in the marketplace with vigor and conviction and emotion and built huge organizations that are now spread around the world. That's what this offers. But here's what we've done the last, you know, now it's, be, it's, it's, it's almost like the entire industry has become MLM junkie money grabbers. MLM junkie money grabbers. From program to program to program, deal to deal to deal, get the fast start bonus, get the fast start bonus, and then do it all over again. It's ridiculous. In my opinion, it just makes no sense. You know, it just makes no sense. It's way too much time, energy, and effort with diminishing and, and more, even more diminishing results every time you make the move. So here's what most companies are doing today. We've all seen it. We all recognize it. Maybe we look totally behind the curtain and get it. Maybe we don't. But somebody decides they're going to start a company. They, they get one, three, five master distributors, sometimes more than that. Let's say there's five master distributors and we're getting ready to pre-launch and we're going to launch this company. And during the pre-launch, those five master distributors go in the marketplace and they have thousands of people to contact about the pre-launch. And those thousand people that they work with in the past are part of their current team. Then uh, they go into the marketplace and they have hundreds of people that they can contact. And then those hundreds of people uh, have dozens of people that they can contact. Contacts that they can contact about this new pre-launch once in a lifetime uh, raise the dead product opportunity, whatever it may be. And then those dozens of people are, are those hundreds, no dozens, and the dozens, you know, haven't been along, haven't been around very long. They haven't established any type of credibility. Uh, and it's like, okay, now what do we do? What do we do? And see, hear me, that's when the real work starts. That's when the real work starts. The, the people that are going to create wealth in this industry have the ability to go in the marketplace and connect with customers and team builders who they don't necessarily know and who've never been involved in the network marketing business model ever in their life. That's 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 where the big winners come from. So again, do you need to really think about what can we do to penetrate the marketplace outside of the network marketing business model? And you, you think about what are your options? And you know, 
you can make a list. I mean, when I first started, well, it's way before the internet or any of the technology we have today. And it was like, Dale, you make, you buy a spiral notebook, you make a list of 500 people, you contact every one of them and you set a time to sit down around their kitchen table and go through this flip book and tell them about your products and opportunity. And that's what I did. It took two years, but I got through it and I got my business off the ground. But my gosh, guys, I mean, I don't recommend doing flip books today in any at any time and place ever. I don't I don't believe in it. I think it's not a good use of time. Uh, but, you know, you you can still do the old spiral notebook plan. And I think there's there's a portion of that that's very valuable today, but not the one on one part. And then you can use automated text systems or you can send text manually. You know, there's different automated text systems in, in the market. You can use birch, you can use email, create an autoresponder email list. Uh, there's social media markets, mar- messages you can put out there. There's, there's multiple ways to get a business launch that are cost effective for new people that it's going to take time, but it doesn't take a tremendous amount of money. Uh, you know, there are some, like say text platforms that have monthly fees attached, but you know, for the most part, you can launch your business pretty economically, get it launched, get through the numbers. So if you're going to launch, how is the best way to launch and who should you launch with? Who should you launch with? Think about that for a second. When, when, and again, I've given you just kind of a, a quick overview of different ways to launch, but who should you launch with? Who should you launch with? And here's here's my belief, and nobody talks about this. I believe it. But again, there's no affiliate uh, income that I can make promoting this. You know, and it's amazing to me that people... You were taught, you know, if you want to be a professional in network marketing, you have to establish yourself as a professional. You need to blog every day. And all the crap that's been propagated throughout this profession over the years, over the last 10, 15, 20 years, it's amazing. You know, no wonder. I, I mean, it's because the, the, the business model is so powerful, in my opinion, that it's still moving forward. You know, because it does give... Average people with above average desire, they have the opportunity to create legendary income, residual income that's just not available. Very little risk, major, major upside rewards. So let's get back to the question at hand right now. What are the three? Uh, I mean, what, what, who should you launch with? Who should you launch with? And here's three common sense launch philosophies, and I don't think I've ever explained it as three common sense launch philosophies, but I have talked about these at different times and places. Again, teaching people how to launch a business generically is not the easiest thing in the world to do. I'm just trying to tweak your brain, your mind, and and, and number one, those of you that don't have a very systematic launch process, make sure you get it done like right now because it's important. How are you going to build a business if you don't know how to launch people? Are you going to be, you can't just be dependent upon people that are going to run into old classmates at the post office and sell them your, your product. You got to get it launched. I mean, you got to have an open sign. Can you imagine a business where all, all the lights are turned out and, and, and they're just waiting for people to, to figure out that they're there. You got to get it launched. Traditional business, they call it a grand opening. So three common sense launch philosophies. Number one, geographical credibility. I, I believe that if you get the, the closer you are to home, the, the higher your success rate, because there is a concept called geographical credibility. So if somebody contacts you who lives in your same community or your same state or geographically close to you, like for me, I, I'm just being honest, but if somebody contacts me and I'm talking to somebody that lives in Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, to a lesser degree, Ohio, in my stomping ground, it, it just, I have a different ear when I'm listening to someone in my geographical area. 
So I think geographical credibility is something that is really smart to concentrate on during the launch period. Obviously, many of you have people that are, you know, members all over the world, uh, you know, m many different countries. But most of the people that you have on your team from other countries, uh, what happens is someone that you, you know, knows someone that a relative that is in another country working a traditional job or maybe in the military or what have you. And, and that's usually how organizations get started outside of your home country. I mean, I remember we had at one point a huge organization in Germany, and it was because some lady that we enrolled uh, was originally from Germany, and her family still was in Germany. I, I'd never been to Germany. I've been to many countries. I've never been to Germany. But we had a huge organization there. Why? Because someone that lived in Kentucky actually had a sister in Germany. Uh, so, I, again, I don't want to go too far down that trail, but you kind of get that. So geographical credibility is important. And then Mr. or Mrs. High credibility. That's why you want to contact in the beginning during the launch when we talk about grading your list. We want to figure out who are the most entrepreneur-minded people that that person knows because the Mr. or Mrs. High credibility entrepreneur in that area will be a great reference source for potential clients and our team members. So contacting Mr. or Mrs. High Credibility makes sense to me. It just makes sense. It stacks the odds for success in a person's favor. It's not about convincing Mr. or Mrs. High Credibility to join. And then number three is the odds of the person you know. So we talk about making a list of 50 people. The top 10 are the most entrepreneur-minded people. That's what we call Mr. and Mrs. High Credibility. The other 40 are people that basically would come to your funeral if you passed away. I think that's a good way to think about creating a list. Creating a list of the most entrepreneur-minded people you know, people that you know that have always had a side gig going on, and people that would come to your funeral if you passed away. That's really good way to think about creating a launch list of people to start with. So the people that you come to your funeral, there's usually 40 of those in a, in a group of 50. Understand with those people, the odds of that person that you know being the person that you're looking for is not that high that they would be a potential customer for your product or service or want to join your team. Most of the people that you know are not necessarily good prospects for your product or service or want to join your team. So just to just get that out of the way. And what we've done is we've let people go in the marketplace and try to convince people to buy, sell, or join that we're not good prospects to begin with. And, and that's why people have a bad taste in their mouth about network marketing because Aunt Betty wouldn't show it, shut up about her vitamins during Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, this is not hard to figure out, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. And, and, but I blame it not on those untrained distributors. I blame it on the leaders, quote unquote, within the profession that we got so far away that we, you know, Hopefully, they'll go out and sell a few products before they quit mentality. It's ridiculous. Short-term thinking. Short-term thinking. You know, maybe they'll help my BV next month before they quit. It's like they're excited. Let's just throw gasoline on them. No long-term vision about what we're really trying to do, what we're really trying to build. We're just trying to squeeze as much business as we can, as quick as we can, every way we can. So let me finish this thought. Number three, the odds of the person being the one you, the odds of the person you know being the person you're looking for is low. However, however, the odds of them knowing the person you're looking for is extremely high. Did you hear what I just said? See, I, I've said this 10,000 times. And it's like, I really want people to hear this. The odds of the person you know being the one you're looking for is not very good, but they know who you're looking for. Your job is to figure out who they know. It's like, I have no, I mean, 
I can't tell you how many times people walked in on me at the office in Kentucky and said, you know, my name's so-and-so, and somebody said I need to come by and see you, and they're usually a brand-new person just getting started. I mean, people, you know, in the juice days, and we were getting, like, bottles of juice, it seemed like, every other day. And I still got bottles of Zango that was never opened. I mean, it's crazy. You know, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. So we have to stop and think about it. And is this truth? Does this make sense? Everybody knows somebody that's very entrepreneur-minded. Everybody knows somebody, if you're, if you're uh, selling a weight loss product, that's always on a different uh, diet. We all know people like that. Everybody that, that sells skincare knows people that are very uh, conscious about how they look. Um, you know, I did a CD on this just called Vanity Wealth. I mean, it's it's common sense. We just have to stop, take a breath, and then build our systems around what will stack the odds for success in our favor and our people's favor. So, you know, those three things are really important. Geographical credibility, Mr. and Mrs. High credibility in your community, and then understanding the odds of the person you know being the person you're looking for is low, but the odds of them knowing the person is extremely high. I mean, I go back and I look at Dixie's email, and she said, we've enrolled 3,227 team members and customers from our launch letter activity. Now, this has been over several years, but still, that's pretty good. You know, we've been we've enrolled 3,227 new team members and customers from launch letter activity. And then listen what she says. 2,391 of them or 91 of these people have been referrals from team members that we sent brochures to. So, so, so team members sent the launch letter with a brochure and from that they enrolled 3,227 new customers slash team members and then she said the remaining came from 800 the remaining 836 came from war market people who received the first month war market letter so what she she's saying uh, you know, since implementing this, and again, it's been several years, that they have enrolled many more people based upon who the, the person they contacted gave the brochure to than they have the actual people that they contacted. So again, this goes back to the concept, the odds of the person being no person you know being the person you're looking for is low. The odds of them knowing the person is extremely high guys this is one of the ways you really win this game but it's not talked about people don't do it again we've been going to the market trying to convince everybody we know to buy sell or join and there's limited success with that type of approach so again you know it's kind of hard to really produce because some of you think well Dale what's the letter say what if and again, some of you know this, some of you, have, you know, we, we've talked about this, we've, we've shown samples over the years, but it varies depending upon, again, your product or service. It's hard to produce a generic launch training, uh, but in everything that we do and we've taught over the years, we refine based upon, when working with individuals, based upon the product or service they're marketing. And that's probably why so many consulting clients uh, want to work with us to help them create their process and, and refine their systems. Because, guys, this just makes common sense. It, it sincerely does. It, it makes more sense than anything. It's the most important part of the business. Yes, we, we just neglect it because we've sponsored each other. Well, they know what to do. They've been around the industry for 10 years. No, they don't. They don't have 10 years success experience or 10 years success track record they have one bad year repeated 10 times that's the realities i'm not trying to be mean or cruel or anything but guys we got to get better at this as a profession um so make a list of 50 names to practice with and again we talk about people with a 10-year funeral or people been involved in a side gig 
uh, and then after the 50 you want to complete the memory jogger to add more names we have our memory jogger uh, some of you involved in different programs you've seen our memory jogger it's, a, it's you know we first did it you know back in 1983 and we've just kind of grown and expanded it kept it pretty private over the years uh, but a lot of people understand the concept of a memory jogger we have a whole training on that uh, that we have not made available public, but we probably will by the time most of you hear this. And then you want to, once you have your list, you grade your list. And I did a whole podcast on this. You can check it out. Again, I'm just trying to give you things to think about in the process. Again, it's it's a little bit different generically, but I'm, I'm trying to get your, I want you to think about redefining your launch process as far as grading the list uh, we do that. Uh, we talk about that momsuccess.com forward slash story 24. 24. And then the 10 high credibility people you want to expose your business to. Uh, the script on that's real simple. It's, hi, Mrs. Mrs. Doe. This is Dale Calvert. I'm calling to ask you a favor. Can you help me out? I want you to think about this because I did this as a young 20-something-year-old. Uh, you can do it as a 30-something-year-old. You can do it as a 60-something-year-old. But if somebody calls you that you know, and you say, and it's a, and they said, hey, I'm calling to ask a favor. Can you help me out? You know what 95% of the people will say if you know them? They'll say, yeah, Dale, what do you need? How can I help you? People really sincerely want to help other people. But, you know, they don't want to be pitched on the, the, the new... Uh, uh, skincare uh, uh, glob that you're going to put on your face and it's going to make you look like you're 27 years younger overnight. They, people don't want to be bought. They don't want to. They don't want to buy. They don't want to be pitched. But they're more than willing to help somebody. You know they are, especially someone in their own geographical community. In their community, geographical credibility. This is Dale Calvert. I'm calling to ask you a favor. Can you help me out? Let them answer. And I say, Don and I have started a new business income stream. We're looking for a couple people, a couple of entrepreneur-minded people with leadership and ability. And, of course, we naturally thought of you. Pause. So what did I just do with that statement? I gave them a great compliment. Don and I just started a new, biz a new business income stream. We're looking for a couple of people, a couple of entrepreneurs with leadership ability, and we naturally thought of you. Okay, pause. Can you take a look at an online video and tell me who you know that I would that I should contact? I'd really appreciate it. And you know what 95% of people were gonna say? Well, yeah, Dale, I'll take a look at it. Now, okay, so that's all I want. I, I want them to say, yeah, I'll take a look at it, knowing that most of them probably won't. Okay, but it gets, it, it is what it is. The number one thing that you realize in this, I mean, people are busy, but it's, you know, the shorter the video, not necessarily the better, but usually the better, especially as far as your telling video and tell me, you know, that I should contact. I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, Dale, I'll take a look at it. Next phrase. Do you have a pen? Because I just don't want to tell them a web address and they're not writing it down. I usually tell them I'll follow up with, an, with a text or an email. But do you have a pen? And give them your Play One. Give them whatever your website is for your Play One. If you don't know what Play One is, uh, I've talked about it in the past, but uh, and I can't get into it in this podcast, but Play One, Play Two, that's your recruiting process. It's your two-step recruiting. Look, go to five mlmhelp.com forward slash core core if you don't know what play one is. So that's the contact for the high credibility people and the other 40 people. You send 10 launch letters a week and you follow up. You follow up. And the letter is very uh, you know, it's been, we've refined it and refined it and refined it over the years. Some of you know in the new letters that we're using, we're using a picture of you with your product or service. I mean, there's, we, again, we keep refining all of this. 
to just make it a little bit better, a little bit better. But the basic concepts, principles, philosophies are never going to change because the real product is people. And, and it's all about human nature. It, it's, it's not about convincing people to buy, sell, or join. It's about asking for a favor correctly. So what is a successful launch? What does it really look like? And, and to me, for me, there's three parts to a successful launch. Number one, seeds have been planted. See, I understand recruiting is about finding the right person at the right time in their life. And if their window's not open now, if you plant the seeds professionally, correctly, and you stay in contact with them, uh, not badgering them, but with new information as your company introduces new products or has press releases or whatever, that when the timing in their life changes, they will remember you. So it's about planting seeds. It's about identifying potential customers <coughs> and creating some first-time buyers and giving them awesome customer follow-up. <coughs> Excuse me. Awesome, awesome customer follow-up and customer service. And the real thing about a launch, <clears throat> the real goal of the launch is to get 50 confirmed no's within 90 days. People that have seen your play one about your product and or service who say, no, I'm not a prospect. Are about are your business and say no I'm not a prospect <coughs> 50 confirmed no's in 90 days will create business most people they get through about 10 and then they and they t contact 10 and they can't get people to fo follow up or call them back and they get frustrated and then they just you know they, they peter out on their launch process most people do as a leader, you need to be understand that's probably going to happen. So what are you going to do to help them continue? Uh, you know, well, they they told me they had they had their 50 names, but I, I'm not sure that they did. You know, you got it's about leadership, guys, and it's refining, refining and figuring out who you can work with and understanding who you can encourage and who you can help move forward and who you just got to let do their own thing until they realize that most people enter this profession with the skill sets and mindsets to fail, including them. It's sad, but that's the way it is. So hopefully after launch, you've sponsored a few customers, maybe even a few team members. And then what do you do? You get team members quickly and correctly with your launch system started and understanding the whole retail to recruit concept. What will never change is the wisdom of the age's success principles, the human nature, the psychology of a launch. And that's with dealing with potential customers and, and team members and with the existing team members. Technology will continue to provide more ways to go through more numbers and get to those, that 50 confirmed notes quicker during the launch process. You know, there'll be a day when we'll say, can you do me a favor? Uh, put on your VR goggles and watch this presentation that was done at Carnegie Hall or whatever. I mean, it's going to happen. Can you imagine? Can you do me a favor? Put on your VR goggles and check out this presentation that was done at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. It's, it's just a matter of when and how. The, so it's not going to change. Human nature doesn't change. Second thing, and this is the entrepreneur killer. We've talked about it. The second thing that's not going to change is, is new people get involved, they get fired up, they get excited, and then they get a couple of, of you know people that aren't as fired up as they are because it's different on the inside looking out than it is on the outside looking in. And then fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what somebody else is going to think kind of takes over. Because in all of us, we have fight, flight, or freeze built into our DNA, and we will never develop our teams to their true upside potential if the mindset development is not fully embraced. So we, you know, we used to talk about uh, the pendulum. Some of you've heard me talk about the pendulum in people's mind, and the inoculation process is something that we used to talk a lot about before people go in the marketplace. We get them inoculated, inoculated. I need to find that training. 
and get that, make that available. But you got to inoculate people because they, you know, I remember going in. Remember when you started? I thought, man, I'm going to have a Porsche. I'm going to have a Porsche in 90 days when I started. I really believe that. This is the greatest thing in the world, residual income. I mean, everybody gets ignorance on fire. Guys, it is what it is. It's predictable. I can't tell you today what one person will do, but I can tell you what 99 out of 100 will do. So the network marketing profession came out, was founded as part of the personal development movement in the United States. And unfortunately, today it's been replaced with hacks, funnels, shortcuts, and the creation of a lot of followers instead of developing future leaders. Followers. Your long-term income is a direct portion of the number of leaders that you develop on your team. Can you imagine buying a McDonald's franchise, investing all that time, energy, all that time and money, and then finding someone who ran their uncle's hamburger stand or a taco cart and giving them the keys and telling them to run your business? Here, I just bought this McDonald's franchise. Here's the keys. You run it. Well, they've got experience. They used to run their uncle's hamburger cart. That's the way we treat this business model. That's, that's the way we treat it. That's the kind of respect we give it. And in reality, and I believe this, you know, the average McDonald's franchise owner only makes about $65,000 or $70,000 a year. That's why they have 50 of them. But, you know, the amount of the net worth and the amount of money it takes to open a McDonald's franchise and in my opinion, network marketing has much more upside income potential than network than a McDonald's franchise. And we think, well, they'll they, and we, we don't get people plugged in, and we don't even try to get them plugged in because we have them nothing to plug them into. We have no launch process to get them plugged into. And yes, there's going to be a lot of people that are not going to follow. They're going to do their own thing regardless, and that's just part of it. You're looking, when I say you're looking for three to five people a year that want it as bad as you do, and I mean people that are really hungry and are willing to be teachable and get plugged in to the, the, the Hamburger University in, as it relates to McDonald's. Nothing can make a more powerful impact on your long-term income in this industry than mastering a fundamentally sound launch process. Nothing. So I hope that I've given you a lot to think about uh, today about launching your business because there's nothing that the industry can do that will make a huger impact for all of us than people really getting their launch process dialed in. Uh, you know, probably some of you listening to me need to hire me, literally, to work with you for three hours to help you do that. And, uh, you know, it's it's three three hours is five thousand uh, dollars. As I as I say this, I understand that for some people five thousand dollars for three hours of my time seems beyond reasonable and affordable. And it's like, where do I call Dale? What do I do? It's five zero two eight six eight six one nine nine. That's our office, and you know we can get you on our one on one coaching schedule. And depending on when you're listening to this, it will probably be within within 60 days, depending, again, on when you're hearing this, because I know some of you will be listening to this long after we do this session. Uh, and really, I'm considering doing a small group coaching session just on this subject. And, you know, I'm thinking if I could do do 10 or 12 people uh, and maybe do a one-day event in Atlanta or Kentucky, Kentucky, I mean, I'm thinking about this because I'm really realizing more and more the importance of people getting this really dialed in. Um, and I'm even thinking about possibly doing an online event. But see, my time, like yours, is the most valuable asset that I have. But I'm thinking if I could, you know, 997 is better than 5,000 and a whole day is better than three hours, even if it's not one-on-one. And we could do some hot seats and, and work with 12 people and help 12 people get their launch system dialed in. Then, you know, 
it'd probably be, you know, if we do it for 997, that's a deal for everybody. And I think it might be doable, especially if I'm already in Kentucky and we do it in Kentucky or I'm in Atlanta. And again, I don't know, guys, I'm just talking out loud. But I do understand the challenge with group coaching is no matter how much we try to qualify people, because we've done several group coaching events uh, and workshops online, you know, maybe go a week or two weeks or a month. And, you know, there's always seems like there's one or two people that sneak in that simply are not ready to implement the launch process or whatever we're trying to lay out. And, you know, I believe that if, again, you build people, people build the business. I believe that everything must happen sequentially based upon where individuals are when they enter your team, where they are, because you have different people at different levels from every level you want to talk about on your team. And ultimately it comes down to what do they really want? You know, a lot of people say they want this, that, and the other thing, but what do they really want? So when helping people design a launch process, you have your outline, but flexibility is required because, again, you know, different companies, different products, different services, and so on and so forth. Uh, i tell you what I'm going to do. But So by the time most of you that listen to this, there'll be something up. There's nothing up right now, but I'm just kind of spur of the moment because I really do need to force myself to move forward with this because it's so needed. So mlmhelp.com forward slash launch, L-A-U-N-C-H. And I'll have some additional information there. If I decide to do workshops, you know, every quarter or online or whatever I decide to do, it'll be there because I have to move in this direction. mlmhelp.com forward slash launch. If you need further assistance here, the easy thing is just to hire me for three hours one-on-one and we'll get it knocked out. You know, what we'd usually do is we'll do like an hour session, then a 30-minute, a 30-minute, and and then a 30-minute and a 30-minute. That's the three hours, and we'll have it knocked out. But that's the easy thing. Again, you call our office if that's a value to you. I just hope I've really communicated to everyone how important this is. Uh, and to Dixie and everyone that's contacted me over the past several months with feedback and questions regarding the launch or relaunch of your business, I really hope this information has filled in some of the holes. It's it's really complex, yet it's so daggone important. It's probably the most important part of building real duplicating teams is how do you help people Get it off the ground. It's like an airplane. All the energy is is in the beginning to get it off the ground so eventually you can get in the air, you can get it dialed in, and you can put your location on autopilot, your reasons. And and, and if people are launching their airplanes uh, behind you and they're off, uh, launching their airplanes, then, you guys, you're going to build an awesome team. But if it's just people going out there like a chicken with their head cut off, trying to convince people to buy, sell, or join, and calling every network marketer they've ever met, and if you think that's launching your business, it makes no sense to me. It never has. So I hope this has helped. Again, I hope it's given you some things to think on, giving you a brain tweak or two. And I would ask you, do you need to refine your launch process. Do you have a launch process? Where did it come from? Is it based upon, you know, the the, the three concepts that we shared as far as um, geographical credibility, Mr. And Mrs. High credibility, and understanding the person you know, being the person you're looking for is not very likely, but them knowing the person is extremely likely. Uh, you know, is it based around that that philosophy, that fundamental philosophy? What do you consider to, to be a good, successful launch? To me, it's like seeds are planted, 50 confirmed no's in 90 days. You've identified some potential future customers and team members down the road. you got a few customers that have already joined you and maybe a couple of team members, and you're rolling. And that's a successful launch. 
So I hope this has helped. Again, what did I say? I'm going to put some more additional information at mlmhelp.com forward slash launch. This is Dale Calvert. Have an awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. I appreciate your feedback, your input. And remember, if your team's been knocked out of the March Madness tournament to cheer on my Kentucky Wildcats. You guys have a great week. And I'll talk to you next week on another session of the MLM Success Podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.